Hey, Alex, a lawyer and a financial advisor walk into a bar. Oh, and then what happens, Dave? Well, someone just says to me, oh, I've got to do a workplace investigation. An investigation? Now, why would you need to investigate something in the workplace? Is that. Well, you might well ask. Uh, is that like. Someone's someone... being inappropriate. Uh, oh, that's the worst kind of investigation. You don't want to be dealing with harassment uh, investigations or. Is it someone stolen some staples from the from the stapler cupboard? Well, that becomes also an ethical question, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, at what point yeah. is it? Are they using them for personal use, or do they say, "Well, yeah. I work because I work from home a couple of days a week. Oh, I, yeah. Need, yeah. I need, I need to, I need to take yeah. some material yeah. from the workplace that's being provided, but take it home because yeah. I need to use it." Yeah. yeah. So I think is a scenario. You know, someone comes up to you, an employee comes up to you and says, "X, you know, someone's." harassed someone, someone's stolen, someone's acted inappropriately in some way, there's been some misconduct. There's an allegation of misconduct at work. Mm-hmm. You hear it, you know, so you know about it now. What do you do? Is that, that That's the sort of question, you know, when someone... Yeah, I think so, yeah, because how do, how should you address it? And, and yeah. is there a, a, you know, is there an obligation on the employer yeah. to, to do something that, because part of it may be a civil issue, but it also could be yeah. a criminal issue. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like so, there is, and, and it's a whole range of scenarios that, yeah. that can be dealt with. But it, you know, some people will turn a blind eye; others will kind of, yeah, you know, lean into it. Yeah, I, I do think, and part of it is a legal, moral, yeah. but also an ethical scenario. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, do you just if say say there was an assault or an alleged assault at work? Do you just ring the police and say, "Well, it's up to the police to investigate; nothing to do with me." Yeah. If it's at work, is that somehow work issue, or or if it's you know after hours, if you've got you know there's a, a workplace party that goes you know that goes to oh, an after party. You know well, that's that's, where well, man, that, that's really getting into it now, yeah. isn't it? Especially if you've, as the employer, yeah. have provided the alcohol. Yeah. Oh, Which is, you know, this. That, I'm with you. That whole workplace, because it's like, no, but we weren't in the workplace. Yeah. No, but you, you were at a venue that the workplace yeah. had put on. So therefore, yeah. it does yeah. carry over into that yeah. workplace. And how do you yeah. cover off those investigations uh-huh. when it's at a yeah. third party environment? There's yeah. no cameras. You know, at some point, surely that that you know, employees are you know on their own time, and it's nothing to do with you. So if someone comes in and says on the weekend, you know, on the weekend. I bumped into someone from work and they did X or Y, and that, I'm not happy with that. Um, is that your problem, or is that should you do anything about it, or should you investigate it? And if you do investigate it, how do you do that? Yeah, and then I, I agree that then how far do you take it? But you yeah. also get the situation that you know someone might be working in the factory or, or, or yeah. you know in an office situation, and you know nothing really comes about. But then they come back back in on the Monday or the Tuesday and go, "Oh, my neck sore, or my shoulder sore." Oh. And, was that something that occurred on the weekend yes. that they were yeah. doing and now they happen to be coming back into the office that that is exaggerating yeah. the issue that they ha- have? Again, what is the worst workplace investigation and at what point does it become an investigation or just a discussion with someone? Yeah. And, and yeah. is there a third party that yeah. should be joining you in that yeah. investigation? Yeah. Or, I mean, if you think it's a bunch of rubbish, can you just say, look, I think that's a bunch of rubbish and do nothing about it? Or do you have to investigate everything, you know? Um, the other one which I, I touched on just so we've posed a lot of difficult questions, but we will give you some answers. I do have some answers. <laughs> I just, the other one that's, I think, really interesting, and, and I've, I, I've mentioned it um, uh, in passing before, is is where somebody comes to you and they say, look, this has happened, but I don't want you to do anything about it or I don't want you to tell so-and-so, you know, um, 
you know, so-and-so's um, sexually harassed me after work or at a, at a work function or whatever. Mm. And uh, But, you know, I'm dealing with it myself. I just want you to know and I don't want you to take any action or, or possibly I want you to separate us maybe so we work in different areas or whatever, but I don't want yeah. you to tell so-and-so because, you know, I'm, I'm – I feel humiliated or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it to become public knowledge. If they, you know, bring it to you in confidence, so to speak, it, are you obliged to follow that? Do you have to do what they say? Do you have to respect their wishes yeah, in that right. or, or not? Um, and I think sometimes the answer to that is actually not what you would expect. I think sometimes you actually should investigate that even against the wishes of that, that person. But is that a legal obligation for the employer? Yeah, so if it's a so, the, I mean, the first real issue is is it a workplace issue, right? And, and and most things are. If it happens at the workplace, it's a workplace issue. If it happens yeah. sort of in, in close association with workplace activities, then it's it's a workplace issue. So most things are, unless it's you know you're mowing the lawn at home on your own. Although unless your home's a workplace, but anyway, that, that's a separate issue. Well, again, I mean, so so yeah. where does it like that's that's a really, yeah. I mean, we should address that because people are home. working from home. So therefore, yeah. is there an at what point do you say yeah. because Part of that, um, if, the, if if there, um, you might raise the issue around harassment yeah. or bullying, that yeah. could occur in the online environment, still yeah. within the environment of the workplace, yeah. but you yeah. just don't happen to be in the same building or the same room. Yeah. Well, absolutely. If, if your wife tells you you're an idiot at home, is she workplace <laughs> harassing you? <laughs> or is she just telling you the fact? Yeah. <laughs> yes, dear. So, yeah, well, so I think the first thing you've got to work out is is, is, is this a workplace issue uh, and you've got to make your own determination about that and then um, and then does it warrant investigation at all? And just because you've been told something doesn't mean you have to investigate it. So, you know, you might dismiss it out of hand because it might be completely, you might have video footage and it's complete rubbish or, or whatever. It might be so minor you don't consider it worth investigating. But is that where more people are holding, you know, they are putting in yeah. um, video cameras because it's, I mean, it's cost effective yeah. and, you yeah. know, it does kind of cover it because it really yeah. becomes that area that it becomes blurred between work and home. Yeah, absolutely. And, and videotaping, you know, people is not, not cool, right? It's a real breach of privacy. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah so that's not so good. And, and tracking people, I know a lot of our clients, um, you know, some anyway, <laughs> probably shouldn't throw them all in the, the deep end, but they, uh, they you know, can track their, their trucks and track their equipment so you can tell where people are and where people aren't. When they say they're visiting clients and it turns out they were actually just at home the whole afternoon. Or but they you weren't. can be doing that. that that's not enough. That's not illegal to do that i mean yeah, it's yeah, one of yeah, it is yeah. an asset of the business yeah, yeah. and as part of the obligations of the asset we want to know where that asset is at all times yeah. now yeah. if it's a if it's a motor vehicle of some sort i yeah. want to be able to track where that motor vehicle is yeah. going for, for, yeah, for there are rules about you know making sure that people know about that and correct, correct, correct. um but yeah so we've got to work out you know is it a workplace issue and do I want to investigate it at all? Yep. Um, and you, and I don't always investigate everything. Just because someone said something doesn't mean you have to investigate. And then if someone said, you know, I've brought this to you in confidence, to what extent you should should respect that? And I think really it's to do with the seriousness of the matter. If it's something very minor and that person says they're handling it themselves, you might just monitor it and, and respect their, their wishes. But if it's quite major, then I, unfortunately, and they say that we want to keep it yourself, I think you're obliged as a, an employer. Your overarching obligation, and this is if you're ever wondering what to do, your overarching obligation is to create a safe um, place for people to work, right? Safe physically and, and safe, you know, mentally and, uh, and psychologically. But does that also then go back to because you raised the point before about, you know, someone said, look, it's just a minor issue, but in the eyes of another person, they might go, 
That's not a minor issue. Well, yes. That's actually a major issue because yes. they've seen it happen before where it may be escalating yes. or it may be a form of grooming or yes. it's something that's like yes. we've, got to, we've yes. got to nip this in the bud. And if you haven't yes. been exposed or experienced in some of these areas, I think it's really hard sometimes yes. to see. If yeah. you're busy with a whole lot of other stuff, like, yeah, yeah, look, oh, they told me it was just a minor issue. I'm like, hang on, you need to look at that as a different perspective. So out of that, yeah. I would also s- get people to seek a second opinion on something. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, Like a confidant yeah. that they might say, look, I've just got this situation without naming yeah. people. How yeah. would you address it? I, I think yeah. that's, you know, yeah. that, that can sometimes help you in your decision-making as well. Well, and it, I mean, it does, you know, it depends on your own background and experience to how you put things in you know i think say you know if, you, if you're a member of a, a minority i think you're going to see the world differently than if yeah. you're not you know what i mean and so so i think you, you can be colored by that you've got to be careful um the, the next issue really along this um continuum is is who should be the investigator who you know and that's what you're saying ask someone else you know that might not be the owner it might be the owner it might be the hr manager it might not be it might be if it's very serious you might get a external person in which which you can do and again that's expense and all of that so you don't necessarily well want it could to also come from hearsay yeah. someone the third party yeah, yeah. says i saw alex and david doing this yeah, yeah. you guys should oh, i don't think that's right yeah therefore can you investigate mike so then yeah. who are you investigating the person that's made the allegation yeah yeah or the, or yeah, is it the yeah. people that have been yeah. it's like hang on they're, yeah. they're, have they got a three-way vendetta going with each other yeah well yeah actually one that came to mind talking about the um the, and it's probably a bit graphic, but talking, talking about what what is you know we had one which was a harassment um, claim where the the allegation was that the fellow and he admitted that he'd done it the fellow had sniffed the hair of a woman from behind in an elevator in a closed elevator just the two of them and the woman um, was his boss and his view was he'd admitted it so that was good that he told the truth. Um, and but his view was that that wasn't, and he said that she had very nice hair or something. You know, his view was that that was a, a compliment and wasn't a big deal. And, and our view, my view, was that well, you're in a confined space. It's it's quite an you know intimidating, intimidating thing to do. Yeah, that's right. And um and it's definitely harassment. I, you know, I, I would have certainly put it. You know, in the scheme of things, if there's a continuum, where is it on the continuum? I'm not going to say, but it's it's certainly not. It's not um, the worst possible type of harassment, but it's it's not it's it certainly is. Yeah, where does that lead to, and at what point do you say? And and uh, that's because that's sort of someone says, oh, but I didn't see it as being that much of an issue. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the receiver of that harassment's like, yeah, God, that was a major issue. I don't want you. I don't. Yeah. I don't want you doing that to me. Totally. Yeah, yeah. In a workplace, right? And so you know, it was just. But it was interesting because he he had, he was. A lot of the time they're dishonest. People say, oh, that didn't happen or whatever, but he sort of was honest about it but thought that it wasn't harassment and, and I certainly thought it was. And uh, and uh, I think most people would think it is. So where do you take that on a workplace investigation? Like ha- yeah. how do you address those sorts of scenarios? So, well, as part of the, so the investigation is all that process. So you have a process, you set up an investigator, you, talk, you interview the you know person who's who's um, made the allegation if, if you can or uh, the victim if they're, they're separate and the you know the uh, alleged the person who's supposed to have done it and anyone who might have information that's relevant you talk to them all document what they've said and then um, uh, uh, you always give the person who's accused if you like the chance to explain themselves that's part of the kind of procedural fairness you need to mm-hmm. um, look at it all and then look at all the information and then make it make a decision so you, you look at all the information and say okay I've made a decision that this either happened or didn't happen or happened in this way 
it's more likely than not. You, you can make that call. You don't have to be a judge. You don't have to, you know, you just say, look, these so people you don't always that. have to bring in a third party. So you don't no. need to bring in, you know, work cover or, or... No, no, no. I mean, it might you might need to notify work cover if it's a sort of an injury type thing. But mm. but um, uh, you can certainly make a call about what happened. And often it's clearer than you think. I know that everyone says it's he said, she said, which I don't really like that expression. But everyone says, oh, you know, it happened, you know, they, one person has one view and one person has the other. So how can we possibly work out what happened? And, and there's lots of ways. Often there's third parties involved. Often there's they told other people. Often there's cameras. There's all sorts of ways of looking. It's very rare to have this kind of we just got no idea what happened and, and there's no other evidence to, to form a view. Often but the is there a minimum? Is there if you're doing a workplace investigation? Yeah. Is there yeah. a minimum? Yeah. Um, you know, kind of requirement. Of, of, well, of just if, you know, if the accusation has been made as the employer, yeah. Yeah. is there a minimum thing, number of things that you need to do for to be considered an appropriate investigation? No, no it's really it's a, it's a question of degree um, uh, um, based on the circumstances, so it's sort of hard to say. Um, but I, as I always said before, you've got to come back to, you know, you've got to do what is reasonable, whatever that means, yep. to um, to create a, a safe work environment. So you need to determine if it's if it's anything relative. So that's the base principle. Huh? Always come back to that baseline principle. Yes. Yes. Am I, as an employer, providing a safe work environment? Yes. Am I doing what I can, like what I can, you know, reasonably within to, within reason? Yeah, within reason. Yeah, to create a safe work environment, and that doesn't mean you need to investigate everything. It doesn't mean you need to be able to tell if someone's lying or not. You know, if someone says you know something and someone says something else, you can make a determination as to who you believe and, and why you believe them in, in a kind of a reasonable way. And you can decide, okay, I think that thing happened and therefore I'm going to punish that person by suspending them or I'm going to fire them or, or, or whatever in order to make sure that the four, I can just separate them depending how severe it is. The important thing is you can go through the process, make a decision that's kind of, you know, reasonable and, and procedurally fair and then implement the outcome, you know, and, and then then do it, like make it happen. It's the sort of ignoring, sweeping it under the carpet where things really get difficult. You won't get in trouble if you believe some. Say someone tells you a lie and you believe them and it turns out that they actually, um, uh, were, you know, later on it turns out that your judgment was wrong. You won't get in trouble for being wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. You know, you yeah, just need yeah. to make a decision based on the evidence that's in front of you that's kind of consistent with the evidence. If 10 people tell you something and then one person tells you something else and you believe the one person, that's starting to look a bit suspicious. Yeah. So as long as you're not sort of corrupt in your, in your findings, then, um, uh, you know, people, the reality is people conduct these kind of things informally all the time. And I just say, you know, encourage people to be have a bit of process around it. And I think it's a really the way the world's moving. We're going to have more and more of these workplace investigations. So then what are some of the official workplace investigation bodies available or, or um, so, services so available to yeah. people? Um, you can get there's HR services yeah, that you can get to investigate things for you. Um, typically, people engage law firms, and they usually because if it's if it's sort of serious, they're thinking about legal liability and legal issues. And lawyers are sort of trained on you know natural justice and the, the sort of things that need to apply. So I, I'd probably encourage people to to look for an employment lawyer. But um, but, it, but it, let me yeah. so let's take a step back from there because sure. like when I look at the financial services area and and within specifically within financial advice. Yep. There's a very good government website, Money Smart. Oh, so, right. so there's a whole lot of stuff that people could yeah. jump onto there and they can look at a whole lot of different things. Yeah. Is there, it's sort of from a government body perspective, yeah. something that can be, because to go to a lawyer with something, to me that's a, 
That's a big, big quantum step yeah, from yeah. no to to like. Is there an is there some other groups yeah. that could be a self help environment? Um, I know the Fair Work Ombudsman has a lots of really good material on employment law generally. So yep. um, they, I certainly encourage people to have a look there. They have like cheat sheets and checklists and all that sort of stuff um, about Fair Work investigations. I don't actually know off the top of my head. Yeah, if they right. have. Um, anything on that? But um, I would have thought they, they, if they didn't, they would make it clear that they would give some recommendations or suggestions as to where else you could kind of look. Because yeah. I do think some yeah. of those um, government structured environments are quite good with those sorts of cheat sheets. Yeah. And yeah. you know, have you considered this? Maybe take it. Because I agree with you to go to, to turn around and default to a lawyer. Yeah, it is an expensive exercise. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, most of the time, I think you can conduct a, an investigation you know, about most issues yourself or, or yep. internally. And, you know, if you if you do some searches on, on the kind of steps, you know, but it's really who's the, you know, are you going to have an investigation? Who's the investigator going to be? What's the process going to be? Then you interview all of the, you know, gather all the evidence, have a look at it and then inform the people of your decision, make a decision and then inform the people of your decision. And the, the big one that people trip up on is they often make their mind up at the start. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> You're supposed to make your mind Why? up. Why? <laughs> now, you might have a view about, you know, how likely it is or whatever. You might go, oh, this person's lied to me before, so I don't trust them. But you can still talk to everyone and see, you know, mm. and you're certainly entitled to look at their past behaviour, you know. Their, their, and that's their hard, isn't it? When you're trying to look at a workplace investigation, yeah. that your natural bias could be, sure. you know, that's where it becomes really hard I, as well in a lot of that, where sometimes it is having to engage a third party because, Potentially or hopefully, there is no bias in their view of yes, well, what's yeah, had, I mean, what has occurred, especially if there's history. Yeah, if you have an HR manager or something, depends on the size of your business. You know, they're often a good person to do it, um, rather than the owner. I think the owner is normally not a great person to do it. Yep. Um, uh, but you know, someone senior. You know, uh, but sometimes you know it's the senior people who it's alleged have done the wrong thing, and so you know you might want. You know, if it's the CEO who someone's complaining about, then, you know, you, who, who investigates the CEO? And, in fact, here's a real, just to make it really difficult, probably the hardest one is when the when the, the, the complaint's made about someone who's an owner of the business, right? Because if mm. you're an owner, you've got all these rights that you can't really displace, even if you sort of um, censure someone or get them, give them disciplinary action or or potentially even, even if you fire them, they're still an owner. So they might be able to appoint or disappoint the board or whatever it is. So, you know, it's pretty difficult if you've got, uh, you know, a, an owner, especially a major owner, um, who's, who's, you know, having... It can be good to taking advantage of the power that they hold. Yeah, 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 that's right. And, and then, you know, a lot of small businesses, there's just one owner and they're flopping around basically doing whatever they want. And, and actually, the, the, there's not great systems to stop that because, um, because of the power that ownership gives you. You know, it's just, it's yeah, just yeah, reality. Yeah. Pretty hard, you know. Even if WorkSafe say, or you know, some investigation investigation body says that you've done the wrong thing, you still own the business. So correct. You sell it, you can wind it up, you can do whatever you want, and uh, and there's not much anyone can do about it. So um, uh, that becomes difficult. And, and then we see probably the really most difficult disputes are disputes between owners. So you have yeah. one owner alleging the other ones, and that's you know, that's a whole world of trouble. Well, that's a difficult like that. Yes, that's a workplace investigation, but it's also yeah. then can move into a whole different realm. It's a shareholder dispute. Yeah, yeah which yeah. which is a got a whole range of different other scenarios yeah. that you know, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then, is there anything else before we sort of wrap it up today that you think from a workplace investigation people should 
perhaps address? Uh, I, well, no, really, just to, to to underline what I kind of said, which is is that that if you if you might get a complaint about something, you're not sure, you know, form a view about whether it's a workplace issue at all. Form a view about um, who should investigate it. Investigate it if you think so, you know, or, or if you don't think it's worth investigating, don't, and make that decision and tell people. Yep. Um, and then if you investigate it, go through a process, find the evidence, make a decision, and, and then uh, and then enforce the decision. And if that means suspending or taking action against someone, do it. Um, I, the most most of my clients who've got in trouble in this area, it's really through inaction or, or being yeah, 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 trying to sort of turn a blind eye, not really yeah, address oh, it. That all sounds too hard. So, yeah. you know, so and so says so and so is harassing, yeah. but I've never seen I've never seen it, so I didn't do anything because he said, she said, and you're like, well, yeah, yeah, well yeah. three other people there, mate. You should have talked to them. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm with you. Uh, like you, you can't just yeah. shove your head in the sand and no, go. Oh, if I don't, if I don't look at it, yeah. it'll go away. Yeah, yeah, you're asking then for they trouble. Get worse, and then they've, it's caused a whole lot of harassment, and then you're yeah. off, you know, you're, you're off at, at work cover, and it's all very bad. So just just investigate, take action, and and and, and deal with it, and, and be confident in dealing. With it. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Well, once again, we'd like to thank Alex for the conversation today. You can be contacted at LinkedIn at Alex Martin or via the website TaurusLawyers.com.au. Thanks, and I'd like to thank David Murdoch, the wealth activist um, from Paxton Bridge, and you can contact him at paxtonbridge.com or at LinkedIn on David Murdoch. Excellent. Cheers. Thank you, Alex, and we shall chat next time. See you next time. Thank you.